Would you like to exchange best practices and ideas to improve care, enhance operational efficiency, and address financial challenges with your peers? Becker's Healthcare is facilitating these conversations at their 8th Annual Health IT, Digital Health, and RCM meeting. You can check your eligibility for complimentary attendance at the link in the description. We are excited to welcome you in October. This is Laura Deirdre with the Becker's Healthcare Podcast. I'm thrilled today to be joined by Harshal Shaw, Corporate Director of Digital Health at RWJ Barnabas Health. Harshal, it's a pleasure to have you on the podcast today. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate being here. Now, I know we have a lot to talk about. There's so much happening in healthcare technology, and especially thinking through right now, you're going through uh, an epic go live, which is fascinating, and and I'd love to hear more about that. But before we dive into my questions, can you tell me a little bit more about yourself and your background? Yeah, uh, well, my name is Russell Shaw. I am the uh, Director of Digital Health for RWJ Barnabas Health. We are located in New Jersey. We are a massive health system um, that spans across New Jersey, uh, counting for about 12 facilities, uh, three children's hospitals, and many, many ambulatory practices. Uh, My role really is under our digital health uh, IT team, which we oversee all of the digital patient experience, digital provider experience, and all of the systems telehealth across the board. I came from a background which is very interesting. Um, I, I did my MHA at Seton Hall and my MBA at Drexel. But when I really started, I was a associate doing customer complaints for a pharmaceutical company back in you know 2008. So I really got a gist of a lot of patient-centric uh, feedback and really value that. And that's how I kind of kicked off my career um, with, with being an IT. You know, with meaningful use, patient portal, uh, HIE, I, I landed uh, a role at Atlantic Health System and gradually grew from there. And now at RWG Barnabas Health, we're really focused on that patient-centric approach um, across the board. I love that. And definitely, you know, what a, a career journey and, and background and perspective into, you know, what people are really thinking about. And I'm sure, you know, you had some unfiltered conversations about, you know, what experience people are expecting. So um, that's great. You're able to bring that into the health system and make a difference. Now, given your focus, what are some of the big opportunities that you see today, as well as headwinds you have your eye on right now? Yeah, I think, um, you know, one of the biggest things that we continually work to improve and be better at is listening to our patients. I think that speaks volumes in this digital age of a lot of technology changing, a lot of process changing. I think it it really amplifies um, from a health system standpoint, what we do is really listen to our patients and the opportunities where I seek patient feedback are really a way to mold how we incorporate digital technology in patient care across the board. Um, So, you know, my chart is our patient portal and our personal engagement uh, portal for our patients. And we really amplify that listening to our patients. We we listen to our patients to understand their feedback and what's going to make it easier, what makes it simple for them to access the processes um, to the actual instructions that we're actually providing to our patients. We really listen to our patients and got that feedback. And health, this health system is continually working on improving that aspect of it. You know, we, we're trying to listen to our patients when they're in our facilities to make sure we are addressing their concerns right away. Um, I think one of the biggest headwinds that that I also want to amplify is 
is technology overall. You know, we, we have new technology kind of coming up every day, new, new processes. We really are focused on that transformation across the board. Um, you know, we, we have transformation in technology, but you have new technology that is being developed that really helps patients and our providers um, really care for those patients. And we are really focused on improving that care experience from all the way from a provider to a patient. And, you know, when we start thinking about patient experience, provider experience, we also have to understand that uh, the, the vast diversity of our patients is a key in our success. Absolutely. I think that's such a great point. And, you know, in, in thinking through the technology and, and um, transformation of how you're able to connect with patients and gain feedback, has there been anything useful that you've learned from them and really heard um, over the last couple of years that now you're thinking through and finding ways to implement and, and uh, make pivots uh, to really better connect with patients or, or make that experience just a little bit better? I think that, you know, that, that, that point I made about the patient's uh, voice is really key. So in the, in the past year, um, we've implemented a rounding tool um, inclusively in our, in our hospitals that we have nurses and our patient experience leaders actually rounding on those patients to get real-time feedback. Real-time feedback is so vital because we, we'd love to help the patient right there and then, um, and we don't want them to wait. And we want to amplify that experience. You know, how do you incorporate the technology um, within our patient's environment? Really amplifying some of the components of access, uh, next steps, really the care plan overall. So they know exactly um, what's happening with their care plan. And the most important perspective is them being inclusive as, a, as part of that care plan so they understand, they can ask questions. Um, and that's very important to us. Absolutely. I think that's a great point. And I love that idea of really bringing it front and center and getting that real-time feedback to uh, implement and personalize that experience. Now, you know, how are you thinking about growth and development and, and really continuing to add value in the future? I, I know there's uh, a lot happening right now and several different priorities, you know, that are competing for, um, for attention. So what really rises to the top? What's most important for you? I think uh, we are, you know, as you mentioned earlier, we are in a epic implementation. We're on our uh, wave four out of wave six journey right now. And I think our, our, our growth and adding value is really making all, all of our facilities, our practices, very patient-centric, very clinician-centric. So every single um, patient, whether you go to hospital A or hospital C, you're gonna access and have the same workflow. Um, you know, unifying that patient engagement aspect of accessing my chart. That single front door for a patient is so important. And we're building all these things out right now. And it's going phenomenal because it really shows that value that we're creating for our clinicians, our nurses, our staff, as well as our patients. I think the, the EPIC, EPIC in implementation, um, one of the biggest um, areas that we're focusing on for that, that's going to add value is centralizing the care process into one area. Previously, um, we were we, we were part of uh, multiple health, you know, multiple EMRs as the health system, but we're we're kind of moving into that single EMR across the board. It's really for our patients and our clinicians and our staff to make the care process simpler and better for everyone. 
Got it. That's so fascinating. And throughout that process, obviously, you've got the step by step in terms of the technology and what you need to do and how to instruct people um, on using it and getting the right uh, technology and profile set up and everything along those lines. From the cultural standpoint, what goes into making sure that the implementation is as smooth as possible and that team members really understand why you decided to go through this process, number one, and number two, it'll be important for the organization going forward to have access to this data and this information um, that'll really impact patient care? Yeah, I think, you know, one of the key terms that I really, really love about this whole journey is communication. I think as a health system, we've done a phenomenal job communicating to our um, our stakeholders across the board. I think part part of part of that understanding is also making sure that they have a way to um, communicate with us, right? And making that feedback loop across the board, so we we were able to communicate with them. They can communicate with us and ask questions. I think that part has been very vital to our success. And we, we you know we we've over the course of uh, our past implementations and our implementation journey with EPIC, um, it, it, it's become very important that listening doesn't matter if it's a patient or a provider or a nurse or staff member, but listening has been the key to our success in this investment opportunity through EPIC. That's really great to hear. And I love that. It's just so important to have that type of engagement and connection with the nurses and physicians and everybody um, that's working together to make this happen. Now, I know healthcare resources are scarce right now. Obviously, going through um, an EPIC implementation is a huge investment of time um, in resources. But when you think through, you know, where the healthcare system is headed and where our WJ Barnabas is looking to in the future, what are some of the risks or investments that are still worth making this year, especially as you know you're really um, facing and, and everybody's facing somewhat of an uncertain future um, on many fronts? I mean, the first one, I think Epic is going to just change the way we're providing care across the board. You know, we're almost to our um, tail end of implementation. You know, with two more, three more ways to go, and it really it, it's going to it's going to show all this in a very unified way. You know, we we're creating that unified communication perspective from a provider as well as a patient um, logging into my chart to do that. So I think that is one of the biggest investments that, you know, we made as a health system that's going to make this whole worthwhile. I think the other important one is, um, and there's so many, uh, you know, the one I can, I can work with and I can talk through is the other one is the rounding tool. I think that rounding tool is, is quite a unique asset because it really, it creates that, again, the feedback loop, right? You're listening to your patients, the patients are giving you feedback on what they need, what they're looking um, for assistance with, whether it be something with the care, whether it be very something simple, but that, that opportunity for us is that we're listening to our patients, we're taking care of those concerns in real time. And it's really making that patient more comfortable, uh, more open to interact with our staff um, it, it really creates that uh, trust that we're really looking to develop. That's so fascinating to hear. You know, and I really appreciate that because uh, you've talked a lot today about making those connections and really um, feeling like you can 
um, go back and forth with patients and get their honest feedback and, and do what you can do in order to improve the care experience. Um, and so when you look into the future, what do you see as some of the best opportunities for growth and development, whether it's in your role as the corporate director of digital health or the teams that you work with? I know technology and IT, uh, to some degree, uh, historically has been thought of really more as the um, people that are operationally doing back office functions, very transactional, but it sounds like you know, more and more, it, it takes some of the other softer skills too to really do this well. And so I just love to hear from your perspective where uh, you see some growth and development um, for, for you as well as your teams. And, you know, this, this health system, um, we, we've really put together a, a partnership perspective, right? From a technology standpoint, from an operational standpoint, from a clinician standpoint, I think that being partners among all of our uh, all of our stakeholders and working with them to improve our technology and make it better, make, improve it continuously. Um, you know, th there's always a next step to improvement. Let's work toward it. And really identifying some of the gaps that we are seeing um, in our in our process and how do you improve those gaps? I think one of the biggest opportunities that we are looking into um, is really creating that single digital front door for patients to access care. And I say access care in a very general term because, you know, they can access their lab work, radiology results, communicate with their physicians, have a one-stop shop for essentially their healthcare needs. I think that's going to be a very important thing. And how do we approach that? And I'm going to go back to all, all my main components is that listening is the key. You know, how do you improve the technology and how do you ensure the engagement from a patient and your community? It's really listening, listening to your community, listening to your patients, listening to your staff, listening to your providers, um, making that whole workflow very seamlessly better that amplifies the care that we're providing. And, you know, access, again, is a big deal. So access across the board, patients can access it wherever they are, wherever they would be. Um, they can plan and plan ahead, future, ask questions. Um, if they have any, if they do have any questions or concerns, they can, you know, talk to someone right away. I think that connection is so important. Again, that listening and trust are my key terminologies that I keep reusing, but it really amplifies the care that we look to provide. I love that. Harshal, thank you so much for joining us on the podcast today. This has been a really fun and interesting discussion, and I look forward to connecting with you again soon. Thank you very much for having me. I really appreciate it. And we're also looking forward to having you speak at our Health IT Digital Health and Revenue Cycle event in October. I know many of the themes we talked about here are, are going to be just so present uh, within the discussions there on digital technologies and how to bring teams together and, you know, really leveraging the, the technology to support uh, what you're doing with patients and that patient experience. So I, I think it'll be an amazing event and we're so thrilled to have you join a panel there. We're happy to, I'm happy to be there. I'm looking forward to it. Thank you very much. It's so important for leaders at the top of organizations to keep learning, stay sharp, grow their networks. To help our audience better do this in a more simplified, personalized, and meaningful way, Becker's Healthcare has launched MyBHC. It's your trusted Becker's Healthcare experience and more with content, connections, events, and learning opportunities. Join the community free of charge at www.my.beckershospitalreview.com and we'll see you there.